Welcome to E20, your unofficial EastEnders podcast. We give you weekly roundups of Walford life. I'm the wheelie bin that honey used to smash Adam's head in. Emma. And I'm the Christmas wind that blew Abby and Lauren off the roof of the Vic. Connor. What have we got coming up this week, Connor? Well, Emma, of course we have your weekly roundup, as always. We also have your hero of the week. And we also have a slapping Dan. And you're going to quiz me on... I'm a celeb, get me out of here, EastEnder style. I'm an EastEnder, get me out of here! And of course, some other fun Christmas segments. But first, it's time for our Christmas jingle. Dun, 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 dun. We wish you a Merry Christmas, we wish you a Merry Christmas. We three queens of Albert Square. Oh, crazy Mel's, crazy Mel's, crazy every day. On the twelfth day of Christmas, my true love gave to me twelve whodunits, eleven slapping dance, ten baby bombshells, nine shocking deaths, eight Ian fails, seven balance smooches, six fills a punching, five total slags, four hello princesses, three grandma Mel's, two villas in Portugal, the Carters. And, and surely, happy Christmas, Christmas Ange. Ange. Well, don't you just love the Christmas jingle? Honestly, it is literally hilarious. I'm not even just saying it because I love jingles and all our jingles. But like, this jingle took forever. Oh my God, it took how long? <laughs> like literally half a day? Like 400 takes and we were still <laughs> like struggling with the the speed of 12 days of Christmas. I just couldn't get it when it got to like, I think it was three and two. I yeah, absolutely yeah. Lost it's it. towards the, the end bit where like all the jokes are in If well. I wasn't getting it, you weren't. If you weren't getting yeah. it, I was. So we're just <laughs> constantly doing more and more takes. But yes, we're not the only people who love our, our jingle. No, EastEnders Crack on Instagram said it's iconic. I just have to say, thank you so much. Thank you. I love that comment. I love that. Thank Iconic. <laughs> I was going to say deranged. Um, confusing. Weird. Interesting. But in that <laughs> that way where you go, hmm, interesting. Yeah. The interesting. The kind of interesting that you lock in another room at the very back of your house. But like EastEnders Crack isn't the only one who's left some commentary. No, I saw we had some messages on Podbean and Apple. Yes. I have to say a big, massive thank you to Mimi Mohammed for yes. your lovely comments. I mean, I just have to say, saying that we're the best podcast ever. Is that like, made my day. Like, made everyone nearly cried. I was like, oh my God. I was like, oh my God, Connor. Oh my God. Everyone loves a little bit of positive affirmation from now and then. Like, I just, I thought, yeah, big thank just you. Just want to say massive thank you. Huge compliments there. And another shout out while we're at it. Annie May said she's on the same boat as us. For Dark Martin. Yes. We're now afloat. We're not sinking after all. Yes. Or maybe it's the Poseidon Adventure and we're actually all sinking. <laughs> <laughs> I was so happy to hear that because we were like, are we the only two people? Yeah, I'm sorry. I, I really do not like this Dark Martin storyline with Ruby. And uh, I was really scared that like we were going to be the only people out there. <laughs> so thank you, anime. <laughs> you have saved our lives. Come join the ship. <laughs> Eee, I was in Primark the other day. I was so Geordie, sorry. <laughs> eee, hey. <laughs> Never guess what they have in. We should buy them. Nice Martin jackets. No. Mm-hmm. Talk about, talk about Geordie. No. <laughs> <laughs> when we're angry, we get really Geordie. And my flatmate at uni used to say that. Because if I got really angry, I'd go, no. <laughs> and they used to find that hilarious. Oh, my God. Funny you should mention about seeing Martin's old jacket. I saw a bloke literally dressed as I was walking down here. Full 
Doc Martin outfit, the hoodie, the jacket, the angry jacket, walking his dog. Oh my God, was he deck collecting? I don't know, I say, because I thought he did look like a deck collector. <laughs> <laughs> Love where we live. <laughs> Definitely look like a deck collector around here. <laughs> to be fair. <laughs> <laughs> so as of next week, we have a big thing you can all get involved in. Yes, it's going to be so exciting. Yes, we're launching the, the Sonyas. So this week, you're going to see some posts about Sonyas on social media. So that'll give you a bit more of an explanation as to what it, what is. it is. Yeah, exactly. And how you can get involved. Yeah, it's going to give you a bit of a rundown. It's going to tell you what the Sonia's is exactly. And, you know, it might even include a few few little hints to what's to come within the Sonia's. Yeah, so we have things like those who have really stood out this year, like your best storylines. Yes. Your best male. Your best villains. They're your best females. They're all going to be in it. We also have special recognition, but that one's a surprise on the actual Sonia's. Yeah, that's going to be a, a very special <laughs> treat. <laughs> oh, yes, it is. So how you can get involved is we are going to be putting polls up next week on Twitter. We're also going to be in next week's podcast announcing the nominations. So after we've announced the nominations, the poll will go up on Twitter. We will do a story on Instagram. Which will also have a poll. Yeah, they'll also have a poll. And if you're not on either of those... I understand some people don't like social media. Yeah. After you've heard us release our nominations, why not email us? We are e20podcast.outlook.com and you can email us your winners. So that is at e20podcast on Twitter, at e20 underscore podcast on Instagram, and then e20podcast.outlook.com for email. So get voting. <laughs> this is normally the time that we'd move on to a cake or like, you know, a bit of chocolate, but actually... We don't we have any. We haven't got any treats. We are recording a bit earlier today. Yes. So we've just had breakfast. Yeah. So uh, well, why not talk about our breakfast? Yeah, I mean, my breakfast was interesting. I had oat flakes that came along as a as a free gift with my HelloFresh box this week. I won't name and shame the, <laughs> the producer of these oat flakes, but they were vile. It basically became cold porridge after I put my milk in. Vile. Uh, yeah, it was awful. I don't really like porridge. I'd rather have ready breck <gasps> because I'm such ready a child. Breck. Ready breck is the best porridge, it though. It is, though. I'm sorry. When people say that they don't like ready breck, I'm just, like, freaked out by... Do you remember when people used to like that awful, awful one? What was it, like, oatsy or something? I can't remember. Where? Something oats. Porridge it, oats, is it called? Is it that? And it's got oh, a man that, on it. It's got, yes. like, a, a No, I know which one you mean. Yeah. I just don't know if I've got the right name. It's yeah, disgusting, lumpy, and disgusting. I'm sorry. Well, I had Asda's own brand shreddies, which Ooh. are called malted Wheaties. I, love I am shreddies. such a child. I'm like ready break, malted Wheaties. Oh, ready and then if I'm on holiday, best. I like those little Nesquik balls, whatever they're called. Yeah, yeah. So they're like a ripoff. They're Asda's ripoff of shreddies. And I've tried. <laughs> this is so sad. This is the saddest <laughs> conversation of all time. I love what this podcast is now. It's a serial <laughs> conversation. I've tried. All the different supermarkets' versions of their own own brand shreddies. Right. Nothing beats malted Wheaties and Asda. I'm addicted. I love me breakfast. I always have it with a coffee, no matter what I'm having. I always have me coffee. Oh, mine's always with an orange juice. Oh. See, I, I like my coffee really sugary and nice. And like, I have to have a, a nice kind of like creamyish coffee. So like, um, cafole. You know, the, <laughs> it's basically just coffee with milk. <laughs> <laughs> but that that is, I love that. That's like one of my go-tos with my breakfast. You know what I had when I was in Iceland? Oh, wow. Pancakes with Nutella on. Oh. So You know good. you're going to suffer for it because they're clearly not healthy. But let's be real. 
everyone loves Nutella. I think because obviously you're doing a lot of walking when you're in Iceland. Yeah. You can only start your day by having all of that. Yeah. It's going to fill you for the whole day and you're not going to have to constantly snack. <laughs> fill you with three bags of sugar. <laughs> That's how I like I it. I love when they do the picture where it's like, how many, how many bags of sugar is in one spoonful? And it's meant to make you go, uh, and you're like, hmm. I know that was my reaction. <laughs> Lovely. I'll have that. I'll have that in my coffee. So today, before we crack on with the show, it's voting day. So I hope you voted for Ian Beale, keeping it real. So let's start with the funeral that never was. Melanie Owen did not get the funeral she deserved. I'm so annoyed. I am so annoyed. It's okay for us to have the minor funerals like Bailey's mom, but and we can't have one for the iconic Mel. Even Bernadette's like, you know, I'm not being horrible, but even Bernadette's like miscarriage got a funeral of some sort. Why and did Mel Owen not get a funeral? How did Mel Owen not get? Even Daniel, who's not even dead, got a sort of funeral. <laughs> Come on, why is Mel getting left out? She's Mel Owen. A son didn't get a funeral. She didn't get a yeah, funeral. Yeah, and it's so odd because both of them have been massive characters in their own rights. So Hunter obviously held the entire square like hostage. He, you know, was had a, a really like tight relationship with Louise. Steve Owen's son. Steve Owen's son. All of these things. No funeral shown for him. Okay, I let it slide because he's a, a newer, yeah. a newer character. But Mel Owen not getting a funeral—ridiculous. That would be like Chrissy Watts dying, no one doing a funeral for her. She's never gotten the Cindy Beale treatment, where Cindy left and just got died in prison. Do you know what I mean? Like that's so bad. Like they didn't even make the funeral about her. Exactly. Like the wake. Sorry. It made it all about Lisa and Sean. Yeah, and so I'm weird. like, this is a character that people have grew up with. Yeah. Also, Someone people really wanted back and did come back. Yeah. Someone who's been such a prominent character in this the last year. She's just year. She's ruled this year. And what do we see? Them all talking about, you're not allowed to come to the funeral, blah, blah, blah. And them all arguing at the wake. So which annoying. was great, but it wasn't what I wanted. Yeah, it was. I like, wanted to see Mel's funeral. It's just like an important part because we all get to say goodbye to like an iconic character then. Yeah. It's like a full stop in their storyline, isn't it? And like. I feel like when they don't do the funerals, we then get denied that. We're like yeah. just sat there waiting, like. And oh. I mean, there's no way she's coming back from the dead, so they can't say they didn't yeah, film it. There's no because way she, of that. She got hit by a massive truck. She's she dead. was well and truly squashed. Yeah, she was. She, well, that <laughs> oh, last well, survived it on true, traffic cops. True. <laughs> 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 we may have rewatched that after talking about it a couple of episodes ago. <laughs> But yes, so Lisa does drop the bombshell. She goes full on crazy Lisa. Oh, she went full on Kim Woodburn. Adulterer! Adulterer! (laughs) I think you're a really nasty, horrible little... (laughs) (laughs) You chicken-livered bunch. I love it. I love it. (laughs) So she went, yeah, all Kim Woodburn. (laughs) Phil is not the dad. Denny's recording the whole thing. Yes. He's not concerned about his mum, who is getting all these accusations thrown at her. He's just stood there with his phone recording. I was instantly transported back to our little theory from last week. Denny's going to reveal it or something on his phone is going to reveal it. I feel like 100%, that. 100%, isn't it? And I don't think, right, I don't, I feel like it's now, it's being sowed. The seeds are being sowed. I'll be shocked if it's not him who reveals it. And if I it, know, actually. If it's done in like a bad way, because I will be like, oh, actually. I would be gutted if it was Lisa, because I feel like she's the obvious option. She's already done it. She's done it. She's done it twice. I think we're led to believe it's going to be her, but I, I Denny's phone definitely has something to do with it. I definitely think it's got to be with Denny, because he has been talking about 
trying to become internet famous, recording everything. We've seen a whole new Denny since his voice is broken. <laughs> <laughs> Gossiping to Lisa, recording everything. He's definitely got it on record somewhere in the house at different moments. So he's definitely picking up arguments. I think so. He's doing anything to get on Lad Bible, isn't he? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's going to be Insta famous. Yeah, like it's definitely something like that. He's probably going to oh be God. on TikTok or Vine. I was going to say, oh, he's going to do like an Insta live at Christmas. <laughs> it's all being revealed, guys. We'll get him on, yeah? We'll get him on E20. Oh, yeah. <laughs> to all the goths. Yeah. Um, we'll ask him. We'll ask him. <laughs> to me, I feel like it's too obvious for it not to be him now because mm. we've had that moment where he's like, I'm trying to get my followers up. I'm trying to get famous. I'm just like, mm, this is starting to feel like that may be how it's revealed. I don't yeah, know that. Lauren DVD. Yeah. Mm. I think it could be like that. And I think if people were to say, well, yeah, but he doesn't dislike his mom like Lauren did. Yes, but... Well, Lauren, he did punch her in the face not yeah, long ago. And Lauren didn't necessarily dislike Max by the time that that DVD was revealed. She had already done it. It was too late. In an angry moment and then had left it and was like, oh God, sugar, made a mistake. It's not ready, blah. And she's like, get it in. <laughs> revealed. <laughs> um, and I feel like that could happen for Danny as well. He might record this. This information might fall into his lap and he could use it at a different point. Or, as we talked about off air, Oh my God, does anyone remember that Louise was actually blackmailing Sharon because she thought she was having an affair? Like, so all of this is kicked off and now she's like, no, ma'am, you're crazy, no. Louise, you were literally blackmailing Sharon about having an affair because while she was doing it with Keanu, she was butt-dialing you and leaving you some very Odd noises. dodgy uh, voicemails. Yeah. It's just exercise, so... It was just exercising. She was just doing just a few, squats. Just a few squats, just a few thrusts. <laughs> uh, nothing much. Nothing much, just a couple nothing of lunges much. here and there. Yeah, nothing much. Just, uh, you know, pelvic exercises. So I love how Louise has just forgotten about all that. But that's what made me think, your point off air was that, what if Danny actually recalled something unknowingly? Yeah. And, like, that, it shot me straight back to that moment where, like, the, the butt dialing happened. And I just did... feel like, because he's always wanting to be Insta-famous yeah. and, oh, Vine, TikTok. Vine's dead, isn't it? TikTok-famous. How old are we? <laughs> Primordial. Primordial. <laughs> Been around since the beginning. So if he's wanting to be that famous, you would probably leave your phone out hoping something's going to happen or you would set something up and hope that something's going to kick off. And I think that that could be what happens. You're you're definitely onto something there that maybe he records an argument again uh, between Lisa and Sharon and Lisa shouts something like um, about Keanu being the the dad. And also, if Denny thinks Lisa's crazy and is constantly filming her... yeah. Anything could happen. He's definitely going to pick something He's up. He's got to pick something up. He's going to pick something up. And I think you're right. It's going to be like the butt dialing situation where there's a recording, slight recording of something. And then like, it just absolutely destroys Sharon's world. And it's not like Lisa doesn't know who it is anymore. Oh my God, please. Can we talk about this? <laughs> the double reveal almost this week because Sharon then revealed to Lisa that Shianu was a thing. Why? Why, Why would, would you, you do, do that? that? I love how insane that yeah. was. <laughs> <laughs> the hive mind. Like, literally, why would she do that? It, I know she doesn't hate Lisa, but Lisa does hate her at the moment. Why would you then arm your enemy? But doesn't it put Lisa in such a difficult position? Like, that's her daughter's boyfriend, who's had a baby with not only a daughter, yeah. but also Sharon. Yeah. It's an awful situation. <laughs> <laughs> Merry Christmas, Lisa. Merry Christmas. 
everyone. So when Lisa admitted herself to hospital, Phil obviously went in to see if she was taking that medication. Yeah, yeah. Turns out she was, so that meant he was starting to believe Lisa more and yeah, more. He was already starting there. to believe her because Sharon's lies aren't great. And let's be real, there's no smoke without fire. Like, if someone's shouting enough that, like, you're having an affair you're going to start to wonder yourself especially when all that money's going out she's buying villas and Villa in selling clubs she sell a club to mel mel was like it was basically on to just about reveal the shianu affair and then just died but like let's be real or got hit by a, a, a car crashing a one like let's be real there was still enough within that conversation prior that one could say she was going to do something to reveal it yeah definitely and and that plus all of these other allegations plus sharon's weird behavior plus all the spending that sharon's been doing on keeping her eyes up it all kind of adds up in phil's head you can clearly see he is on to to sharon i mean he's barking up the wrong tree with jack unfortunately he is yeah definitely the wrong tree there yeah i mean they have history but they do have history but yeah didn't she leave him at the altar yeah yeah oh Wives are dead or or left him at the altar. I know he has a track record with Mitchell women. Yes. But it's not Sharon. It's not Sharon this time. Not this time. It's not not that this time. Phil, look closer to home. Speaking of homes, (laughs) why did Louise not have keys to... uh, Lisa's Mel house. Mel's house, which is now Lisa's. Yeah. And just reports her missing when she doesn't answer the door. Can we just talk about this? How do they think houses work? Because when someone dies... Their house doesn't just automatically become yours. <laughs> you can't just live there. We don't know how any of the houses in there work. Lisa's like, just everyone's living, there living anywhere. House. Lisa's just squatting there. They're all just living in anyone's houses. <laughs> they don't care. This is the real it's mystery. Ridiculous. Who is the real estate in EastEnders? <laughs> we say this nearly every week now. Um, but yeah, she didn't answer yeah. the door, so. Louise just reported her missing, even Naturally. though she had rang her. Naturally. Like, she had loads of missed calls from Lisa, and she's like, she, um, I haven't answered any of her calls. Maybe that's why she's gone missing. Eh, no, I yeah. don't think it's about you. Bit of a jump. Bit of a jump, Louise. <laughs> I mean, like, let's be real. If Louise was on, like, Law and Order or something, she'd see a spot of blood and be like, I think a murderous clown escaped from a circus and, you know, went on a killing spree before beheading himself and teleporting to the moon. That's the level of, like, her theories. Literally, she's knocked on the door three times, walked away, and was like, my mom's missing. My God, she's been kidnapped. She's been kidnapped by a balaclava gang. But yeah, like, literally her jumping was ridiculous. Who jumps to that conclusion? Someone didn't answer the door. Just so quickly, it was like, she hasn't answered the door. She's missing. Definitely. I I feel like that's definitely a this kind of day and age reaction, (laughs) though, as well. Like, someone's not replied to my, like, Facebook message. So, like, I I naturally now think they're dead. But speaking of Louise... Not only was she in labour this episode. Yes. Shout out to the line, how's Ben going to help dad? Last time he saw woman's bits, you probably had a fringe. <laughs> Firstly, great. Secondly, Phil has never had a fringe. He's been bald since birth. Yeah. Bald since conception. <laughs> it's in his jeans. But she's leaving. Oh, it's so sad. Like, we're not big Louise fans. No. She's a brat, but I am going to miss her. It's a bit weird because... There's going to be that vacancy. I wonder who's going to fill it. You know, like, because Louise is already starting to sort of change from the bratty Louise. We've already discussed this. She was blackmailing everyone from Ben to Abby. She's blackmailed everyone in the history of the square. And so we've now seen her change from that sort of blackmailer. You know, she is still a little bit self-centered, but she's not like the bratty version she used to be. And 
it's a bit it's a bit like who's going to now fill that void because I feel like they're now preparing her for that well I said last week what is the point in Dotty quite loudly yeah. and quite angrily <laughs> do you think they've brought her in to do to that to really be friends with Bex and be the the, the blackmailer and the brat yeah, because Louise yeah. is going. I feel like that's got to be where it goes, doesn't it? Because she's the only person who has has had that sort of like character as well. I just think it's such a waste though. She's going to leave. And I know. And is she going to go to Portugal with Lisa? We need them to go to Portugal. Oh my Lisa God. is the queen of Portugal. There is one villa out there with their name on it. Bought by Sharon. So continuing on with the Mitchell family, it's the... Not so official Mitchell slash sort of ex-Mitchell, but still a Mitchell. It's Honey and it's Adam. Oh, Adam. Where do we start with Adam? Whatever he says has to have some sort of new storyline in. We talked about this last week. My God, yes. Every time he opens his mouth. Every time he opens his mouth, he drops another mysterious (laughs) storyline. It's like, where are you getting them from? It's like a wizard's hat or something, you know, like where they pull like rabbits out of it. Yeah, Instead, but it, this is a storyline. Story. Oh, Ooh, this take, one. I'll take childhood trauma. <laughs> Throw that up there. Miriam's a bad mother. Like that one. I'll have that. Trip away. Yep. Cool. Oh, yeah. Oh, also chronic adulterer. <laughs> Throw that up there. Because that's also came out of nowhere. That came out of nowhere. Like when you were about Habiba and then all of a sudden there was how many women? Yeah, I'm sorry. The whole Habiba storyline was based around the fact that like him and her had a history. Yeah. That, okay, you can sell that storyline a bit. But then suddenly it's just a chronic adulterer. And it then had what nothing I didn't to do with Habiba. He was just an adulterer. I didn't understand. There was a scene a couple of months ago. Yeah, yeah. Where it seemed as if Honey and Habiba had already had a conversation about the whole affair. Yes. Where, she where re- did that come from? Because it was where Habiba basically did sort of reveal it. But then Honey was kind of like already aware of it. Am I right? Like I already knew Honey had an idea, but nothing yeah. had ever been said. Concrete. But it sounded like they'd already had, had a big a conversation thing. about it. Yeah. I don't know if it's uh, whoever writes for the Ahmeds or, or anything. I wonder if the it's the same. The storylines just either go nowhere. It's so bad. Or get picked up at a different place to where they <laughs> should. started. Or like random storylines are just deposited into it. I'm so confused. What was the point of Adam? Oh, I don't know. He's disgusting as well. I'm sorry. He's a disgusting human being. Like... He was boring and weird, and his storylines came from nowhere, but now he has reached a different level of disgusting. Well, I'm so glad Honey done the right thing. Yeah, she, she did. got up on that stage in the Vic, and she told everyone what he was like. Oh, she did. And she done it well. She's no longer his doormat. She well and truly let him have it. What he did was the way he just made fun of her eating disorder. Oh, don't even with me. That, I literally, like, when crazy at the screen i know it's a tv show and i shouldn't get this involved <laughs> but like it is so vile it is like the vilest who even does that people are normal disgusting? people in real life don't do that no like it's the most vilest thing i've ever heard for him to know firstly he's we we had the bombshell as well there that he's always known that she was having a yes, disorder that's another one he's just picked out yes i've always knew i'll have that one <laughs> But never bothered to say anything. Never bothered. It's a lovely, lovely person you are, Adam. What a lovely are, guy. What a oh. catch. What a catch. I'm what sure that catch. woman with her kid who left a child to come yes. to our hotel room, I'm sure she'll love that. I'm sure Susan or, um, you know, whatever. Oh, don't get me started on the Susan. Yeah, your next Susan. I'm sure she'll she'll love that. I am so glad she called him out on that. I am Susan. sick of him calling her Susan. As she says, all of our friends call her honey. 
It's honey. It's honey. It's not Susan. It's not Stop calling Susan. us Susan. Every time you say Susan, I don't know who I you're talking about. I don't know who we're about. talking about. I'm so confused. I'm always like, who? It's because oh, my yeah. brain basically wired is wired it's in honey? a way to say honey. And so every time you say Susan, I just instantly think you're talking about someone you're having an affair with. I did. I totally got confused when he was talking about Susan once and obviously honey wasn't on screen. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, is that one of his affairs? Oh, wait, no, honey. Right, yeah, got it. <laughs> he's just vile. He's just, I love this rant. It's worse than like all of our other rants. It's like, just, he's just vile. <laughs> Scum. To, scum. <laughs> scum of the scum earth. earth. To use someone's eating disorder, firstly, to call them by a name that they don't like is one thing as well. For how long has yeah, he been there as well? Like a year? That's like scummy anyway. That's annoying. Imagine if I went, call me Connor, and someone just went, I'll call you Bridget. <laughs> like, right. Okay. A bit annoying. So, annoying aside, <laughs> like, he also used the worst thing you can possibly ever use against Actually, someone. Actually, you know what it reminds me of? <laughs> it's like when you get stuck in those conversations where someone gets your name wrong and you just have oh, to you leave just have it. To and it's yeah. too late because you've corrected them once, but then they still call you the wrong name. So like, I remember someone kept calling me Emily and I was like, oh, I've just got to live with that. Yeah, my, my grandma <laughs> did that to my in-laws. <laughs> yeah, she kept calling my, my fiance's um, dad the wrong name. She oh, kept calling no. him uh, Neil, Neil. And I was going, that's not his name, grandma. <laughs> That's not his name. He's taught you his name three times. Oh my god! Just kept calling it. That was taught everyone is that that was his name. I was I like, who the hell's Neil? I love it. <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing. Had a proper Susan moment. I just hate Adam. Back on track. I just oh, hate yeah, sorry, Adam. Back sorry. On track. I need to get back on my rant. I absolutely hated Adam using that as a slur. Uh-huh. It was disgusting to use it as a slur. It's a way he thought that made made him look big and clever. Yeah. How does that make you look good? Literally makes you look like you're the, vile, the most vilest, evilest human being on the world. In the world, it's an eating disorder. She has clear like issues with her, for her body or her life, and it's it's coming out in this really dangerous and horrible, heartbreaking way. And you are using that as like ammunition in an argument. Scum, scum. <laughs> <laughs> I love our rants. <laughs> I love our rants. We never get so involved in them. It's like, I absolutely hate them. <laughs> but my favourite moment that I could watch over and over and over again, Honey picking up that wheelie bin and hitting him. Oh, oh. flipping fantastic. That I was, was like, brilliant. she's just got a wheelie bin and hit him. Can him. we just say our last line as well? Hope you know a good dentist. <laughs> just love Honey. Great. What a, yes. what a cork. That was me like literally going, yes. Like, Go on, honey. Like, when, everyone's just cheering all over Twitter. Everyone yes. loved it. When she picked up that wheelie bin, I was just like, go on. At first, I didn't know what she'd picked up, and no. then I realised. And then I realised, I was like, it's a wheelie bin. Yeah. <laughs> She's very strong as well. She's very strong. Very strong. It's all that strictly training that. Yeah, see. <laughs> She's in the final. Go oh, on, Emma. Go on, Emma. Come on. Come on. Bring the, bring the crown home for yes. standards. the glitter ball. Aye, that's to be true. precise. Yeah, yeah. It's not, it's not I'm a celeb. That's, that's later. <laughs> <laughs> But I love when Honey went over to see Billy and she was like, I may have assaulted him a little bit. Actually, quite a lot. <laughs> <laughs> Such a Honey moment as well. Because that is who she is. She's like the kind of genteel, quirky, you know, she's soft-spoken, but at the same time, little like funny, chirpy moments. She is a bit like Jean sometimes. Yes. She has genie moments where like sh- her jokes are like that. It's like she drops them into our conversation that seems so you know, normal and, and nice and gentle. And then she'll be like, yeah, also poisoned Adam. Like, <laughs> something like that. Like, and we all love that bit. Like, that is who Honey is. I love those little moments of her character. But when she went to see Billy, 
<gasps> don't please. what on earth was going on there Broke karen and billy i was tempted to just tweet something like um please don't please 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 don't because i love karen I, i'm not a fan of billy everyone knows that <laughs> we know that everyone knows i'm not a fan of billy love honey i actually like them together they're great together billy's whole storyline should be with honey separate character not, not so you much. know what it's all about that though isn't it it's so she moves on, gets someone else. Now yeah. she wants and him, so he, he gets someone else. Yeah, and it goes back and he forth. He kind of knew it was coming, but I You're didn't right. think it would be with Karen. God, I'm, I'm sorry. What I the hell? I just can't ship it. It's just too much. No. It's just too much. No. Killy. 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 That is literally <laughs> what they are. Killy. Oh, no. Or worse, Baron. Oh, no. Baron is like Why the worst. all the ship names, apart from like Balam? That's like the only one that's like, sort of okay, isn't yeah. it? It's like the only one I'm on board with. I was drinking water the other day called Ballygowan and for some reason it made me think of Balam. I don't know why. <laughs> <laughs> I swear one of these days I'm actually going to ask for a Balam water bottle and I just, I, I will know that I will end up feeling really stupid. Linda still drinking from the bottle. I love how we make that, like, you know, storyline all humorous. and We're so weird. Full of joy. So weird. But I love doing it. Yeah. I love that little song at the beginning. I love that for us. It's brill. It's brill. Yes, Linda is still drinking. Or as she puts it, sampling. She's just having some samples. Yeah, Linda. That's why you smell like a whole shop full of liquor. It was the fact she walked in and he could clearly smell the drink on her. And she's like, no, it's samples. She's literally haunted by the spirits. Like, she is absolutely drowning in spirits well so much so mick has decided they need to go on a detox well oh. well linda needs to but he'll just be on hand you know when he said detox tending to have one when he said detox did you get images of like rehab like celebrity rehab <laughs> i did <laughs> no i can't say did <laughs> I don't know what it was about it. I just thought, yeah, she'd she'd look great in celebrity rehab. Every time I hear detox, I think of like the weight loss DVDs the celebrities put out in New Year. Oh, see, I think of the drag queen from Drag Race. <laughs> <laughs> She's fabulous, by the way. Go look her up. Back onto drinking. Um, I actually feel like mixed detox might involve them leaving the Vic. It would make sense. I don't understand how Linda could work there. I feel like after sh- all, this. she has no option now, does she? She has to leave. I don't get how she would work there as a landlady. We, we've seen it. She takes the drinks and is sampling them. Like, you're not sampling them, Linda. You are drinking them because you're an alcoholic. Well, as half of them say, when they go and buy a drink, they'll go, oh, and get one for yourself. Yeah. So that would be a lot of temptation. That is a lot of temptation. It's just temptation being in a pub. Like, come on, or passing one. Like, you know, come on. Like, I think it, it's, they're going to have to leave. They're going to have to leave. Be interesting to see what stories would come out of that as well. Yeah, we talked about that last yeah, week, actually, we did. didn't we? Be but really yeah. interested to see what would happen I feel like outside Mick, the Vic. I feel like Mick would sacrifice the Vic as well for Linda. I think he'd I, sacrifice yeah. almost anything, wouldn't he? He'd so do anything for Linda. I feel like he would leave the Vic for her. And sadly, I think that's probably where it's going. Aside from her drinking, they did make a really fun little uh, game that we all enjoyed. Ball and change. Yes, it was the end of ball and change. Yes, the conclusion. So they had, obviously, the big honey moment at Ball and Change. Oh, fabulous That moment. weird little quiz where they all had to, like, guess each of us favourite things and all that. Let's be real, though. Was it as good as Beal or No Beal? Of course not. <laughs> <laughs> Shameless touting of our own quizzes. <laughs> and Mick kind of dropped Ruby in it. Oh, my God. So there's Fair Max oops. going for a wee. 
toddler now. Did not need to see that. So weird. I don't know why yeah. they get to say the urinal so much. No, I don't like it. I feel uncomfortable. Strange. I'm like, they're having a wee. I can never remember. Is it urinals or is it a trough? I think it's a urinal. Yeah. I mean, I haven't been in the men's toilet, so I can't tell you, but. It freaks me. Uh, both are freaky anyway. I don't like either. Why on earth do men have urinals? It's the most stupidest thing ever. That's, that, see, as a woman, that's weird to me how you guys will just have to, like, Imagine if get they it just, out in front of everyone. Yeah, imagine if they just took down the doors of, like, cubicles for women and just had them all way next to each other. because I get stage fright. Yeah, so do I. It's so weird. Like, if the cubicle's full, I'll be like, oh, no. Yeah, yeah, that's me. Because everyone can hear you. Yes, it's so weird. So how do you guys just go, hi? Well, I don't. I refuse <laughs> to. I point blank out of political, moral uh, issues. I will not use a urinal. I don't know how like how people can do it. And Max is just sat there, just chilling, weighing away. And Mick's having a nice little chat with who him. Who chats with people when they're weighing? It's weird. <laughs> That's just wrong. I don't get people who share cubicles. Oh, stop like, it. Like where girls on nights oh, out go in it. and nah. help, like sit with a friend. No. That's weird. Nope. That's weird. Mm-mm. That is weird. <laughs> I don't understand it. I just don't understand it. So not only was Max having a wee, not in private, uh, Mick decided to tell him that well, he didn't mean to tell him that Ruby had had an affair, basically. He just went, oh, t- tell her next time to change her clothes or whatever. And like breaking the rules, yeah. I won't tell anyone. And he's like, what? She wasn't, she wasn't with, with me. me. Bit oaks. Awkward. And there she is, just still flirting in the square. Still not a fan of Ruby. Sorry. Nope. Sorry. Can I just cover this? Her reaction to being an adulterer was one of the adulterer. most shocking things I've ever seen. So many adulterers on the screen. There is. Everyone's like a cheat. <laughs> Apart from Mick. Kim Woodburn needs to go around. Mick and Honey are like the only people who haven't cheated. The whole square. Uh-huh. Gina as well, I suppose. But then again, Mick did kiss Whitney. Oh, God, yeah, he did, didn't They're he? all tainted. They're all, they're all tainted. They're all corrupt. Ugh. The whole place is just a den of iniquity. <laughs> like, I feel like... We need to, you know, send, like, someone round there. Yeah, Kim Woodburn with yeah. that security guy trying to keep her back. The Queen of Clean, yeah, she'll clean that place up, don't she'll worry. She'll clean it up. But, yeah, the adulteress basically sits there laughing away, chuckling away with Martin, you know, reassuring that it's not a major thing that they did. Better not be a major thing this turns into. Better not I'm be. I'm just like, Ruby, 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 ah. you've got a friend called Stacy. Like... Do you know what I mean? Like, come on, you have a friend called Stacy who's been your best friend, support you through a rape trial, support you through losing your dad, support you through your dad being a horrible gangster and you leaving and living with her. Yes. In the words of Denny, yes, 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 yes. How are you betraying her this much? Like, I don't so like bad. it. Just, just so casual about it. Like, that's, oh, we'll that's still what be annoys friends. Us. I'm sorry. Chuckling away. Laughing away. Yeah. Stacy's still married to him. And also, can we just... Drop a little comment about the fact that she, like, kind of, like, body slash smoker shamed Max as well. That was a bit of a weird moment for, for Ruby where, like, Martin and her are on about running, being healthy and, oh, pro, pro healthy. Give yourself a flippin' slap and realise <laughs> that, actually, you might be healthy on the outside and look beautiful, but inside, you're rotten adult ras. <laughs> like, <laughs> that was, like, a really passionate, like... There was like such a passionate explosion there. It was so genuine. It was so weird though. She just turns around to Max and she's like, well, maybe if you didn't sm- smoke every time you go. Like, sorry. Like, I don't like the storyline. I don't like the fact Ruby is doing this to her best friend. I, I really liked Ruby. And now this storyline is getting, 
It's because it's the fact she wants bit. to clearly continue it. I feel like the whole square has been possessed by evil or something. Martin's gone dark. Oh, Ruby's no. an adulteress. Like, what is happening? What is ha- Linda's an alcoholic. And it's the way Martin kind of blames Stacy for everything. And I'm like, Martin, do you not remember what you said to her? You told her you were having an affair to begin with, Martin. And now you've actually had one. Ah! So annoying. And he's telling the square, pretty much, that she's left him. Oh, I'm sorry. Oh. Are you not going to talk about the time you went? Please. Marriage is over. Please. And I pretended hate... to sleep with Sonia. Okay. I absolutely... Let's not tell the full story, Martin. Let's not do that. I, I hate Doc Martin. Uh, Doc Martin. I hate Doc Martin. Like, every time we say Doc Martin, why does it sound like Doc Martin? It's the most annoying storyline ever. It's like the worst trope. Turn the guy bad. Oh, he's suddenly revealed after all these years that actually he's scum of the years. No, the like, nice thing was that he was good. I don't understand how he went from being a greengrocer who was blittled every day by his mother and, like, you know, basically henpecked by his own mother. He's always been universally a pushover. The worst thing he ever did in his life prior to that was accidentally running Jamie Mitchell over, <laughs> which I still haven't <laughs> forgiven Martin, but, you know, I let that one go. This is where it's all coming from. Yeah. He was always dark. So it's always there. It's always, it's always there. a dark Murderer. Martin. Murderer. Chris He's always had that leather jacket in there. <laughs> in his wardrobe. He's, like, the most timid human being ever Sonia had to save him from his stalker do we all remember that where his stalker stabbed him and Sonia was the one who saved the day Martin was never the hero or the big bloke who came in and like rescued the damsel let's be real Martin is just not tough that is where this boils down to Martin is a greengrocer he's not tough and he's not bad and I just hate it I hate that and I hate Ruby and I <laughs> to talk about uh, Ruby's reply as well to Max when he like obviously pulled her up about it. Ruby was just like, "All right, yeah. well, that's what everyone does." What we all day. do, yeah. I'm like, "No, it's no, not we don't. love." Honestly, Ruby really, really riled me up. If it hadn't been for Adam being in this week, she would have been definite like major slap and down. If this drives Stacey and Max to get together, I will oh, be stop, furious. Stop, stop, please, please. That needs to be saved for that DVD reveal that's where that's, that's where, it, where ended. it just ended it, it should have stayed there should have stayed in there yep that should never have come back even if stacy and ruby aren't currently like best friends at this current time just have respect for someone yes. that is, you've been through a lot with you've grew up together it seems weird that you're like so hateful or like spiteful well no she's least. not even thinking about it no nah, she's not sure that's the weird thing about it she's like not even mentioned stacy really she Other just thinks that, that stacy's dead like, she was always jealous of Stacey and his relationship. That was all. Great. So, have you been planning this a long time, Ruby? This is what I mean. It's, this now makes Ruby look... It looks a bit like malicious. so evil. Mm-hmm. This makes her look so evil. Looks like something we've been planning. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I don't understand how you can... You're frank and be away for, like, a few weeks and you suddenly just, you know... See jump on contact. a man. <laughs> oh, yeah, and see soul contact. That's also <laughs> a good point. I'm sorry. When I go on holiday, do you just stop messaging yeah. me all together? <laughs> no. So Emma's went to Iceland this week and um, never going to see her again. Back to Mick and Linda. Yeah. From one awful couple <laughs> to a sort of odd couple when Mick basically had his friend yeah, date that... his son's teacher. So Mitch was told to bring the teacher in on a date. I can't remember how that was set up. I kind of class this as like prostitution. Yeah, and then Mick was doing <laughs> fake arts and crafts. <laughs> so we are. <laughs> he was just <laughs> pretending they were Ollie's and just show, during the day, just constantly coming over with them. Like, Do you know, Ollie made this. I didn't even realise it was for the learner of the week thing, really. I kind of was like, 
I knew it was a thing, yeah. but I didn't think that when he was making all of these arts and crafts, what it was for, I was getting really confused in my head. I was like, what, does the teacher hate his son? Yeah, they literally just wanted him to be learner of the week because they've been banging on about it for ages. That, other that kids was so have been weird. In. And yeah, well, now we know he's learner of the he term. Is, so yes. Uh, obviously, Linda done a drunken speech. Thanks, no one Linda. seemed to be bothered. So that was awkward. That was. I was just like... Ringing the bell. Ah, she I was mean, doing it. I was like, no, 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 no. <laughs> you know, she was a bit like slurry and a bit ringing of the bell in a bit of a frantic way and clearly had been a little bit inebriated. Probably not the best way to, you know, announce anything. <laughs> I just love that you And thought, that it's a topic that no one's really that what, interested in. on a Friday night? Yay, everyone's going to be wanting to hear this news. No, they're wanting to probably just... Drink. Drink. So we're back to Balham now. Yay! Back to a couple we don't hate. Yay! And you were always back for Balham originally. Yes! What a throwback. And this comes out on, like, Thursdays. Throwback Thursday. Oh, yeah? Yeah. God, throwback. Back for Balham. Yes, we're moving on to Balham. The couple that's not like Mubi and actually has some sort of concrete basis of a relationship. <laughs> it's not just, you know, we, we slept together because we slept together. Balam is a really cool little little relationship that has evolved over time. And now we've reached a point, I think, this week where we've seen an even greater level of change. Well, Ben wasn't originally okay with Callum wanting to become a policeman. No. And the thought of him changing his ways... He was not okay with No, that no. seemed almost impossible for Ben. But I kept saying, you kept saying. Yeah. We both kept saying, isn't it a good thing to have a copper in the family? Yes. Think of all the benefits. And also, we have seen an, that Ben is moving onto a new life, a new way of life. We've said this as well from the beginning. We've said this from the beginning of this podcast that Ben isn't, isn't this evil rogue. That is just bravado and bluster and you know other things that's going on he just thinks he has to behave like that we all know who ben is ben is dancing to lady gaga in his head that oh, is dancing to girls aloud the promise exactly that is him he's the kind of person who watches hannah montana with his boyfriend <laughs> like that is ben he's not the crook or the villain and this week we have seen him transform even further he's because of this whole cop by callum storyline it has forced ben to basically move towards a more legal and <laughs> normal way of life <laughs> you know like the rest of us so that meant tubs wasn't going to be happy because ben was like i'm not going to be doing that anymore no. but callum asked the question we all wanted to know yeah he's literally asked the most a20 question ever why is he called tubs he's not fat no i think it's because he's into fat people oh he's got one of those fetishes maybe yeah like uh, a feeder yeah or maybe he I don't know, has a fat head. I don't know. Like, I, I'm literally <laughs> trying to think of reasons. Like, I, I think he looks perfectly sculpted. Really. Yeah, he does. So for him to be classed as tubs, it's a bit weird. What if it's like actually not tubs as in fat, but tubs as in a tub of ice cream? Or like... Maybe he's a big fan. Maybe yeah. he's a big fan of Ben and Jerry's. Who isn't? Oh, God, who isn't? I love Ben and Jerry's. I could have some now. Oh, we should go get some after this. Yeah. Mm, yeah. Yeah. We digress. We digress. <laughs> Yes, after asking the important question of why is Tubbs called Tubbs? Which we never got an answer to, by the way, as well. Which no, I'm we still didn't. a bit annoyed because yeah. Ben didn't answer that. After asking the important question, Callum also asked Ben to help him out. They'd done a bit of role play. Oh my God. 
when he said that, Emma, I got all hot and bothered. <laughs> I, had to, I had to loosen my collar a bit. Like Ben, I, I thought maybe it was heading in another direction. Sadly, it was actually just playing cops and robbers. I love when they were doing the kidnap scene. I thought, well, Lola's used to that. Exactly. She's been kidnapped she's a few times. Before. It's actually quite an improvement for her, really, because the last time she just kidnapped and made to watch like television, wasn't she? <laughs> Homes Under the Hammer or something. Some classic daytime TV. <laughs> yeah. I, I love it. I love the whole thing where like they were obviously like messing around and, and then like they were obviously criticizing Ben's like not, not taking too seriously. And then Ben just shot Lola dead. <laughs> She's like, why am I why dead? First? Yeah. He was like, well, now it shows I'm ruthless. <laughs> I love that. That made me laugh so much. <laughs> I love it. It was such a good moment. And then look at um, Callum with his fancy moves as well. I know. Disarm Ben him go. in a minute. Oh. But it's not the first time he's pushed Ben up against a wall, mind you. But, you know, well, we know it isn't. Oh, we know it's <laughs> We've not. seen. Yeah. We saw the park scene all those months ago. <laughs> <laughs> but then Shirley comes in and interrupts everything. Oh, ruins it. Dark Shirley. She's Dark put a Shirley, leather yeah. jacket on. It's those leather it's jackets. Leather, isn't it? It's like it's possessed by evil yeah. like cows or something. They all put them on and they suddenly become dark. Yeah. Dark characters. Mysterious. Mischievous. Evil. Yeah. I know she's now become like Ma Baker, hasn't she? You know, like the song Ma Baker. She knew how to fight by that gangster from America, Bonnie M. Fabulous song. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Bonnie M. Yeah. Christmas. Oh, Christmas. Mary's boy child, Jesus Christ, was born on Christmas Day. Do you know that they, like, almost all of them were found to be faking it? Only one of them was singing. Oh, yes. <laughs> yeah, I heard about scandals. that, yeah. Yeah, Mary's boy child. Oh, I like that song. Love that song. Digress again. Anyway. Yes, uh, Shirley was living her best gangster mob, um, you know, fantasy. And she was not happy with Callum becoming a copper. No, she really, really no. didn't like it. It's really weird. She was like, like if you're sleeping with a copper, so is Phil. <laughs> <laughs> That's <laughs> his son's boyfriend. Didn't need those images of Callum and oh. Phil. Thank you, Shirley, for ingraining them all in every viewer's head. I don't want to see that. That Awful. is not something I, I need in my head. No. Oh. Nope. Um, yeah, Phil's already slept with a copper. Yes, and that's why he was actually quite understanding for it all. Yeah. Like we've been saying, he's like, yeah, it's great to have a it's copper. It's a nothing. It's, it's a benefit. They're friends with Jack. Well, <laughs> sort of. They're friends yeah. with Jack, sort of. Phil's currently thinking he's, you know, obviously having an affair with Sharon. Yeah. But like, sort of, they are still friends. They call on him when they need help. He's a copper. Are we all forgetting Kate? Yeah, Kate. In this situation. Our fellow Geordie. Yes, Our Jill Halfpenny. Jill Halfpenny, shout out if you ever listen, because we absolutely <laughs> blimmin' love you. Um, she is an amazing, like, Georgie and police officer. She was really high up. Yes. And Phil married her. Phil married her. And she married him even though she thought he killed his wife. Yay! Yay. <laughs> Classic Easter. Yeah, so I didn't understand. I didn't understand why there was such a thing about Callum being a police officer. No. I felt like it was a bit unnecessary. Unnecessary drama. I love that scene, though, where Ben and Phil were chatting about it. And oh. Phil was like, yeah, it, it'll be a benefit. And he was so happy. It's just like... And he was like, he totally he is, accepted them. Yeah. It's, Again. It's just like the he is family moment. Yes. And it it's just, just like that. It's so lush because it's like, this is why I love like Phil like more than a lot of the characters on Square because his character has actually evolved. Could you imagine the Phil Mitchell of like, say, the 90s being so understanding of having a gay son, a son who's also an, uh, not only gay, but also gay with a police officer in training. <laughs> <laughs> never would happen. Let's be real. It would just never happen. 
Phil has transformed so much from his original character. He is really understanding. He's very supportive. And does love his kids. Undeniably loves his kids. And so that is the be-all and end-all for Phil. And ultimately, he did accept Ben and Callum's relationship. Can't wait to see where it goes in the future. Now it's time for this week's Slap in 10. And with 43% of the vote, it is, no surprise, Adam. Yes. Scum. <laughs> two weeks in a row, this is. Two weeks, two weeks. Like, you know why? He's scum. Scum. He's scum. What I've, he I've, did I've to honey. Who uses, Evil. who uses like an eating disorder as like an argument tool? Like who uses that as an insult? Scum do. <laughs> scum. I'm so angry with Adam. I'm more angry with him than I am with like Doc Martin. Wow. I mean Doc Doc Martin, I have to enunciate it properly because it just sounds like I've seen <laughs> it's Doc. Doc Martin. I'm literally more angry with Adam. Isn't Doc Martin a TV show? Yeah, it is. Yeah. A high TV. Awkward. <laughs> <laughs> it's really bad. Who is he? Who is he? We, Where did they find him? We don't even know it, do we? Like, we don't know we who don't he is. We don't actually know him that well. He's been in this show now for like a good, a good portion of time. Yeah. And we only really know he's a dentist. He has a lot of affairs. Yeah. And Makes up lies. He picks stories out of thin air. Yeah. And he was the foster child of the Ahmeds. And got a bin thrown in his face. And which he, he got totally a deserved. Bin thrown in his face. And that brings us on nicely to our hero of the week. With 83% of the vote. I mean, the options were Honey, absolutely Honey, or Honey and her wheelie bin. I wonder who it was then. Honey and her wheelie bin. Yes! Yay! Yes! Go, honey. Go, honey. She literally did what we all wanted to do to Adam. She picked up that wheelie bin and rammed it in his face. He's awful. And she's like a saint. She's so kind and so nice. I just love honey. I love her. I love honey. And he's horrible. You scum. She's just so nice. She's like the true hero of the week because she really is so nice and so gentle and like supportive of everyone else. And yet... Everyone else has kind of failed her a bit, apart from like Ash and yeah, um, and Ikra. Ikra. They have the, they're the only people who have like been with with her and like helped her a bit. But like, Honey is so good, and she so deserves this, and she so deserves better than Adam. And she has so many different parts to her character. One minute she's like always having the funny lines yeah. and like ditzy, and at other points she's hitting people in the face with a wheelie bin. So that brings us on to our ratings this week. How many honeys are you going to give this week's episodes? It's got to be three, Emma. It has to be three. Um, I agree. Three honeys for me too. Whilst, whilst the honey parts were great, like that was fantastic. The whole smashing Adam with, in the face with a wheelie bin. I mean, amazing. Hilarious. Amazing. Great. He totally deserved it. Glad he got some comeuppance. <laughs> um, not, that, not that I hate him or anything. Um, you can't tell. Nah, nah. No, no. Um, but other than that, the rest of the week kind of felt a bit meh. Meh. Mm. It's like the run up to Christmas, so it's just a bit meh. Yeah, even like the Lisa and Sharon stuff was kind of a bit meh. All right. Yeah. All right. I did like the bit where she said to Lisa about Keanu being the dad. Yes. Which, again, helped that and the honey bit helped Those it to bits three. Were, were what got it to the yeah. three. Yeah. But the in between stuff, it's. Mm. I didn't like the Linda bits. No. I was a bit dull for me this week. I was a bit like, mm, this was going to be about Linda's alcoholism and instead we're watching make, make, <laughs> make like cards and stuff. 
<laughs> it's just a weird. Do a bit of arts and crafts. We had choice in story pacing. So after you told me you loved my Strictly quiz. I did. It was hilarious. Absolutely loved it. Which weirdly was shown on It Takes Two, like yes. a, a similar version. Re- like so weird. So soon after like I you know. did yours as well. So I strange. mean, flattered? Yeah. So I've decided to make another one. <gasps> Fabulous. But this time it is on I'm a Celebrity. Get me out of here! Oh, fabulous. So this game is called I'm an EastEnder. Get, Get me out of here! And it felt only right <laughs> to do it. After Sunday saw Jacqueline Josser, who played Lauren Brennan, win this year's See, I'm a Celeb. She doesn't even let the wind keep her down. Nope. She just gets back she's up. She's dropped that crutch and she's went and won the crown. That's where she was walking to. Oh, remember when she left oh, the yeah, funeral? Oh yeah, she did. Actually, she went to New Zealand, didn't <laughs> she? So it's she only across the water. In, she stopped off in the jungle on her way. <laughs> <laughs> when her PR was there, <laughs> maybe you met her afterwards on the oh, bridge. Oh yeah, on the bridge. So same rules apply as last time. All you've got to do is tell me if the EastEnders contestant placed higher or lower on their series than the other contestant. The other. Yeah. So we'll be going through all nineteen series, but don't worry, it won't be that long. Because they haven't appeared in every series. (laughs) (laughs) It's not going to go on a lifetime. Okay, so this year, alongside Jacqueline, we had Cliff, who played Mindy in EastEnders. He obviously came lower than Jack. Obviously, (laughs) yes, she won. Yeah, she won. (laughs) So he came in 10th place, because he was the third to be eliminated. Okay. But on series 10, our Portugal-loving Queen Lisa... Yes. Well, Lucy Lucy. Benjamin... Yeah. ...featured. But did she place higher or lower... I'm trying to think back, and I do remember her season. I think higher. Lower. No, really? Yeah, first to be eliminated, but that was after two people left. Oh, well, they, see, they I walked thought, out. I thought that she, she was in for a little bit longer. Oh. No, she came 11th. That's so sad. She deserves more than that. She does. I agree. In series five... Mm-hmm. Elaine Lorden, who played Lynn Hobbs, took part. Do you think she placed higher or lower? Higher? Lower! How because she withdrew within a day of being there. Oh my God, she walked. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah, so she passed out twice in the camp. Then doctors found uh, her to be absolutely fine. There was nothing wrong with her. What? But they just let her go anyway. It was like she was literally there for a day. <laughs> <laughs> so on this series as well... We had Sid Owen. Oh, I love Ricky! Sid. Yeah, yeah. So I've made this one easy for you. Higher or lower? Higher. Yes. I remember that one, actually. Yeah, he came third. Yeah, I do remember. I remember it. It was really good. Before Bianca, Ricky was with Sam Mitchell. Where do you think Daniela Westbrook placed? Higher <sighs> or lower? Oh, my God. Honest. I don't remember Daniela. I literally have no memory of her being in it. <laughs> um, remember her Big Brother. I remember all of our oh, other yeah. reality stints and stuff. Dancing on ice. Dancing on ice. Uh, I'm going to say Loa. Yes. She also withdrew from the competition. Yeah. And came ninth in series two. So no wonder you don't oh, remember so that. Oh, so no wonder. Yeah. I mean, she withdrew and it was in series two. So. Yeah. I, I can't believe that, like, she left so early. Well, someone was eliminated before her and then she just, she just she left. Like... I think she was missing her family or something. I can't remember exactly why she left. Mm. I mean, it was series two. That's a very long time ago. Yeah, it probably was rough as well. I imagine that back then they didn't have like 
anywhere near the level of luxury that they can yeah. do with the camp. <laughs> now, Series 7. Mark Bannerman, who played Johnny DeMarco, higher or lower? Do you remember him? I do, uh, sort of, vaguely. Higher. Lower, he was the first to be eliminated, making him <gasps> 11. Oh, my God. God, his standards don't do that well on I'm a Celeb. <laughs> they do they? really good on Strictly. Yeah. So another easy one now. Yes. Our fave family, the Millers. Yay. Let's all take a moment now to remember Keith's chair. Keith's chair. Let's just take a few minutes. Keith's chair. It's with him wherever he is, I'm sure. <laughs> anyway, Mickey Miller, Joe Swash. Yep. He started in Series 8. Higher or lower? Higher. Yeah, I remember that season quite well. He won. It was a good season. That was a really good one, wasn't that the one with David Guest and George Takayo? I got. Was David Guest in that one? Uh, uh, whichever one David Guest was in, I absolutely that was the one well, I loved. I that loved the David Guest one. Do you also remember the one with Janice Dickinson? She yes! was hysterical. Shut up, you shrew! I love when she said that to Lynn <laughs> Frank. <laughs> or oh, when she went to knock the door, when she tried to get into that room with um, Malcolm McLaren. She's like, probably just an old name <laughs> from, from the scene. <laughs> it's Janice. Janice thinks that it was called Malcolm. Malcolm. <laughs> anyway, back to the back, quiz. Back to the quiz. Now on series 17, Lauren Brannan's alcoholic boyfriend, Jake Stone, Jamie Lomas. Did he get higher or lower? Bearing in mind, Joe won. Lower. Yes, he came second though. Yeah, I thought I did remember him getting quite far, but I, d- I didn't remember whether he'd won. And I thought I would have remembered if he'd won uh, with Celeb, and he didn't. Now, another favourite of ours, Charlie Brooks, Janine. <gasps> Yay! I love Janine, and I actually love like Charlie as well. Like, I actually really did yeah, love her in this series. She came across really well. So, she started in series 12, higher or lower? Higher. Yes, yeah, she won. Of course, she won. Yeah, She's yeah. a legend. She was, she was great to watch. So with everyone discussing Janine and the Slater's house. Oh, yes. We have to go on to Big Mo now, Layla Morse. Higher or lower? Lower. Yeah, she was the second to be eliminated, I making do, her 11. I do remember that season as well. Series 13. Yeah. I Unlucky for the, some. Yeah. So speaking of the Slater's, Archie Mitchell. Oh, yes. Who Stacey smacked over the head one Christmas night. I love that she killed him with the bust. With the Queen Can you believe that was 10 years ago? Oh, don't, Emma. Don't. Mm-hmm. Don't. You are making me feel primordial. I feel so old. I feel like, you know, on like, you know how there's always like that Winston old character in a fantasy novel or something, like a wizard or something. I feel like that old when you say that. I'm like. So Larry Lamb, higher or lower? Higher. Yeah, he came seventh in series 16. I was going to say, I remember that season as well. So now it's time for his daughter, Roxy Mitchell, played by Rita. Who was in last year's I'm a Celeb? So Rita, higher or lower than Larry? Lower? Yes, just by one place she came eighth. That was a total guess. I literally <laughs> could not remember. I mean, it is one place, to be fair. I literally could not remember. I was thinking, I don't remember again. <laughs> like, but I can't remember really that well. It's because Nick Knowles really took over last yeah, year. He's singing. His yeah, lovely singing did. voice. Oh, God, bless, bless Nick. <laughs> so I've left the icon to last. Oh, my God. He created an iconic live trial. Oh my God, yes. You know who? It's Dean Gaffney. It's Dean Gaffney. Of course it is. I absolutely love that. Higher or lower? Lower. Higher. Higher. Came fifth in series six. Oh, did he? See, I thought he like left quite early on because he was crap at the trials. No, because he was so bad at them. Everyone was loving it. 
Yeah. Because he was always just screaming. Like, if you remember him... Do you remember Jillian McKeith? I was going to say her faint. <laughs> and then Paul Burrell. Do you remember oh, that one? Oh, Paul Burrell. He was like... <gasps> He's the original <gasps> one. <where> he goes, <gasps> <gasps> He's putting his hands in the rocks. Sometimes it was now in there. Sometimes it was nothing in and he was still like doing the noise. I don't know who screamed more, him or Dean Gaffney. Like, literally. Probably Dean. I, <laughs> to be fair, though, he, he had been reason. tortured. To be fair, he did have better reason than Paul Burrell. <laughs> like, he had things dropped on him. Like, he was in a flipping, you know, the most horrendous situation ever when, like, he would be on his Bush Tucker trials. I loved it. I had to save the icon to last. I swear, didn't he have to do that because Jill McKeith probably wouldn't do it in his year? No, Jill McKeith <laughs> she was and the definitely other one. after, yeah. I loved, I loved her. Yeah, it was the funniest year ever. It's when she fainted that time. That was just it, well, oh, we'll say fainted. Fainted. <laughs> fainted. <laughs> okay, let's see how many you got. Right, One, let's count it up. Two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Oh, you got eight. That's not of, bad then. Out of twelve. That's all right. That's then. all right. That's all right. I'm I'm happy with that result. I'm happy with that result. Now it's time for a Christmas classic, but with an East End twist. Dashing through the square in Carrera's stolen car, over the gardens we go, laughing from afar. Ha ha ha! Bends on blackmailing, making Martin cry. Oh, what fun it is to watch and sing the send a song tonight. Oh, crazy Mel's, crazy Mel's, crazy every day. All she wanted was her villa, now she'll have her say. Hey, crazy Mel's, crazy Mel's, crazy every day. I wonder what fun she will have making Sharon pay. Nothing because she's dead. So each week on the podcast, up until Christmas, we are going to talk about some iconic EastEnders Christmas and New Year episodes. We are also doing that on Twitter. We are at E20Podcast and Instagram at E20 underscore podcast. We're doing it right up until Christmas on yeah, both of those. Every single day of Each December. Day. Every single day of December we post up a picture or video or something that's relevant to a Christmas iconic moment. Sometimes they're iconic for the good reasons. <laughs> sometimes... <laughs> For the bad. <laughs> uh, but this week, we thought it was only right with Jack winning I'm a Celeb. And also, we've had a few little hints about like Max and Stacey yeah. and Lauren and Abby's fall. Yeah. We're going to go back a couple of Christmases ago and we're going to talk about Lauren and Abby falling off the roof. Well, where to begin? Yeah. That was shocking. Well, firstly, I was annoyed that they done the whole Max and Stacey thing again. I was like, yeah, that's yeah. been and gone. Yeah. I'm not, no. It was so, it was like nice to see Tanya back though. That was weird. Yeah, I did like her coming back for it. (laughs) It was really weird that Tanya came back for that episode. But then It was such a surprise because I didn't think she was coming back. I don't think it was announced. Nah, I turned around and I was like, oh my God. Um, (laughs) But I I love that she was back. She totally hammered Max. I loved her line when she said, I'm not, I'm not lonely Max. I just happen to be alone. Max's whole character arc up to that point, it made him like the lowest of the low. Oh, absolutely. scum. He was like, definitely, I was looking forward to if he was going to chuck himself off the Vic, to be fair, because he was horrible. <laughs> he was horrible at that point. Well, the Brannons and the Vic Roof do not go well together. Nah. We already lost nah. dear Bradley. Yeah. Still not over that. No, devastating. Off the roof. I'm like, Max. <laughs> 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 you know what he does to fake I'm still upset. Nearly 10 years on about Bradley. Yeah. And then obviously Lauren and Abby went up there to see Max. Oh, my God. Why, why, why? 
do you know as soon as they got on that roof i was like uh-huh. it's a waterloo nope. road moment it's another Waterloo. oh it road really was moment. yeah it's gonna devastate us lauren's gonna because i actually really like lauren as well i as did yeah yeah i just thought lauren was gonna die as soon as she got up on that ledge literally thought she was gonna, she i was, thought it was gonna be lauren like yeah. i liked both of them but not gonna lie preferred lauren yeah lauren is my fave um so when i thought she was gonna die i was like oh i know i was like oh please don't and who would have suspected that just just a slight slight gust of wind <laughs> would knock like two i didn't think both of them would fall no do you know, I did have to be honest, it does make us laugh a little bit when, like, poor Abby is just, like, just stood on the other side, though, and then, like, you just say, the wind blows one of them off, but then she's, like, she grabs oh, her. Yeah, she falls down with her because of the, <laughs> the because of the actual the whole thing. So, really, Max killed both of his daughters, like, well, almost. Like, almost. Almost. One survives, obviously, but, like. But, yeah, he's lost Bradley, and then he's practically killed Abby. Yeah. <laughs> And he's like probably permanently damaged Lauren. Yeah. He's he's really bad as a parent. <laughs> Not the best. And Christmas. And he is never it? sees Oscar. Nah, nah. We what? never even, we hear, never of even hear of Oscar anymore. Now. Where is Oscar? Is Oscar Where is okay? Oscar? <laughs> <laughs> is he friends with Heather's son? <laughs> George. <laughs> and all the other children who disappear on the square. <laughs> yeah, it was a it was a shocking shocking episode. But um, yeah, I'll never forget that one because I remember you wanted the next day. You want to know what oh, yeah. happened? Did they yeah, survive? Yeah. And it was the way Tanya and Stacy watched them fall. Oh yeah, my god, that was awful. Doctor Son was obviously there. Oh, she came running, beloved. running out, didn't she? Doctor Son, Doctor Son, calling Doctor Son. But Doctor Son's always on hand. She saves them. She's always there when you need her. Queen of the NHS. <laughs> Today's episode was sponsored by Ian Beale, keeping it real. If you're a local, remember to vote for a local guy who likes a pint in his local pub. Ian Beale. Happy Christmas, Ange.